Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. to Elise in Wonderland, another Sunday with y'all. It is an unusually warm Sunday morning on uh, in Hamilton, so hope you all are enjoying that if you are awake. And how are you doing this morning, Jin? It's great. It's a little bit cold down here in the studio. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I came with no jacket, so I'm totally unprepared. Big mistake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's talk a little bit about how our weeks went, and then I will introduce our special guest for this episode. So, mm. Jin, tell me about your week. Um, it's our week. So Thursday, we went to attend All Aboard, a celebration of immigration event. It's about um, kind of inter- immigration story there, how they come mm. to Canada, and they also group a choir in different cultures. We met Polish we heard a Chinese lady's story, and we hear the music played mm-hmm. by Niraz Prem and his son. And there were booths from Mohawk, St. Charles, and City of Hamilton to assist new newcomers and immigrants. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful event. It's hosted by um, Boris Brat, mm-hmm. who does a lot of conducting in the city. He's a well-known name around Hamilton. and. Uh, uh, from what I understand, it's a personal uh, passion of his to uh, really showcase different mm-hmm. cultures, music, and stories from immigrants. And uh, it was a really interesting event. I really enjoyed it. And we were staying longer because we were so tired, but I'm regretting it. I know. I wish I stayed longer. <laughs> there was a lot of pieces of music that we missed at the end, but right. um, we did get to meet and share some stories with some lovely ladies from <laughs> Poland, and I have their cards still. I can't wait to talk yes. to them again. They're wonderful. Um, last night, as well, I had a good time. We were celebrating a late Thanksgiving, and it was mm-hmm. the first time I had ever had deep-fried turkey. Okay. What an amazing thing. (laughs) I want to do it again. What sauce do you have? Huh? What sauce did you have? Sauce? Yeah. There's no sauce. Well, there was some gravy. I don't even know where the gravy came from. There was like 20 people there cooking a huge feast. Well, it's not deep fried gravy, so that's okay. Yeah. We were thinking about all the other things we could deep fry at that point. (laughs) I don't know. Thank goodness we didn't get there, but. Yeah. Um, So the mission report this week was quite challenging. It was mm-hmm. cultivate gratitude, practice positivity. Um, Jen, how did you do? Uh, <laughs> I call it failed. <laughs> no, actually, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm pretty positive person originally, but um, we had a difficult time in our work because next week there will be big issue in our colleges. Mm-hmm. So we got more works to do because we have to announce the information and we have to email them more. We have to take the complaints. 
Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Jin's talking about the the province-wide college faculty S-word. strike, <laughs> the S word, mm-hmm. or whenever we have a meeting about it, we call it S club. Um, <laughs> but there are there's things going on on both ends, and it, it'll be a challenge for some of our students. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see what the outcome will be, and hopefully, we come to a resolution before it even starts tomorrow. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. How about yours? Oh. Failed. Oh. Yeah, you know what? It was challenging. I but it came back into my mind a few times throughout the week where I was like, Yes, I have a lot to be thankful for and I have to Mm -hmm. keep this in the front of my mind. So when when something happens, you know, especially with what's going on with us at the college, I think about how other people will be more drastically affected and how it can help. So keeping more of a positive attitude, you know what, but it was hard. I gotta say, I slipped up a few times. (laughs) But I remember I stopped you when you tried to speak out your negative thinking. You did, this is why you need to hang out with me all the time, Jin. (laughs) I can't be alone. Okay. (laughs) All right, so let's introduce everyone to our wonderful, fabulous special guest who I was gushing all about last time. And I'm sorry, last time we, we realized there was some interruption with mm-hmm. the station, so you may not have heard me talking all about Cynthia, but we're so happy to have Cynthia on our show this morning. Welcome, Cynthia Boyede. Um, she is amazing. She is a journalism student and also a jack of all trades, many skills, many talents. Every time I see you, you're working on something new. <laughs> so, Cynthia, introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about the project you're working on um, with your vlog. Oh, awesome. Hi, everyone. I'm Cynthia and Cynthia Boyde. And I like to describe myself as a funny, (laughs) friendly weirdo. I figured. That's why I like you. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, um, I'm a journalism student, like Elise mentioned, third year. So the strike has me feeling many kinds of ways because, you know, uh, what else about me? That's basically it. I'm Nigerian and I have a YouTube channel called Broke Fat End. So hopefully that could give you a good picture of me. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. And it's all about body positivity and just being a positive, happy human being. Yes, indeed. And thank you for bringing that up. So today's topic is all about body positivity in our culture. And uh, we're going to explore a couple different facets of that, talk about some funny things, some serious things, Mm -hmm. and um, hopefully give a good, uh, well-rounded picture of what it is we're talking about today. So um, I'm going to give a little background uh, before we dig into it. So uh, from Alicia Keys making a statement, quote unquote, by going makeup less on the red carpet to seeing more diversity in shape, size, ethnicity, age and ability on the runway, body positivity extends into the realms of beauty, confidence, identity and mental well-being. There's no argument that body positivity that the body positivity movement is part of our culture today and also that it's not come about unchallenged. So this is something that has stemmed from second wave feminism movement in the 60s that focused on body politics, discrimination on certain body types and access to certain things depending on what you look like if you are male or female. And so while acceptance grows today, men and women still come up against criticism for being other than the norm of our beauty standards. 
So let's talk a little bit about this topic and why it is important. Cynthia, tell me about, from your perspective, about the body positive movement and why it is important to you. Um, for me, body po- it changes, the definition of body positivity changes. And the more you come to accept who you are, the more open your eyes become to see to see how unacceptable the um, social standards are. So for me, body positivity first started as, oh, liking myself in being a fat person and being comfortable doing many things and going out and feeling beautiful about myself. And then the more I started to look at my body, the more I started to see it as just a vessel for me to do the things I love to do, things I'm passionate about, and a vessel for me to achieve my dreams and my goals. Mm -hmm. So it's just a casing. And Mm. luckily for me, if there are things I need to change about my body to be able to hit targets more, I can do that. But for a lot of people, there are so many things you can't change, like your age, you can't change your Mm -hmm. race, you can't change your sexuality, you can't change your gender. There are just certain things you can't, or by gender, I mean the way you feel about who you are. Mm -hmm. You can't change those things. And it's now become about changing the society and the environment we live in to allow people regardless of whatever you are. You can't change that you're differently abled. So if we can change the society and access to what all these people have, then they can attain their dreams and do things they're passionate about because we've created a society that allows that. So for me, the body positivity movement is being happy in who you are, but it's also finding things that you could change about the society so that other people can be happy and confident and be able to do what they want to do too. That's awesome. Great. Taking the, taking the um, things that, you know, people subscribe to certain ways that people yes. look and changing it to say like, hey, you know, I'm just doing something amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know about me. You know? Um, it's funny because most of people, they, change their body or they change their mind or their personality to fit in the society but you simply change the world Mm. to make it everyone works in any society that's that's amazing that's a great point of view so tell me a little bit about um why you started broke fat and dot 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 what is some of the philosophy (laughs) behind it and by the way this is an amazing name thank you it made me jumble right on all of your videos right away so great marketing job there. So tell me a little bit about your uh, project. Okay, so I don't know if anyone else did this when they were 16 or 17. And like, <laughs> you know, I'm growing up, so I need to do a five-year plan. <laughs> <laughs> that was something that was important to a lot of like, guidance counselors. Yes, and, it was know, very... What are your goals? And let's map out those goals. It was very pests. important to my yeah. dad, too. Yes. <laughs> So he made me do like a five-year plan and a 10-year plan. Nice. And in my five-year plan, at 21, I was going to have graduated university, started working for like Cosmopolitan, oh. and be like Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of things going for <laughs> like me in Carrie my mind. <laughs> and like at that point too, I was also anorexic. So being fat was not acceptable in my Mm. mind at that point. And Mm. making that five-year plan, I did not think of like, oh, you're going to be in college at 27. (laughs) 
and you're going to be bigger and you're going to have to go through like years and years of hating your body even mm. more than you do now and so like there are lots of friends really great friends that i have or i had and at a point i just wouldn't go out with them because they'd invite me to places and i'd just be like oh i'm not as rich as them or mm. i'm not as success successful as them or oh i'm fatter now than they remember mm. me as so i wouldn't go out with them and i wanted to start youtube for the longest time and those things came to my mind again like oh you're not as successful like what are you going to say or you're not as skinny as all the youtubers mm. and i just i had had to work on myself a lot and become really confident and luckily i worked with elise and i was in an environment where it didn't matter that i was 27 and in college it didn't matter that i was this big black girl none of that <laughs> mattered it was just who i was and what ideas i could bring to the table so that really helped me and then i started to think i'm sure there are lots of people who are not doing what they want to do because they're this this and something else mm -hmm. so i started to really think about it like being broke is not a bad thing it's made me become more budget conscious being fat is not a bad thing it's made me more empathetic and it's made me even more fashionable because you have to work really hard to be fashionable mm -hmm. as a fat person because <laughs> there's nothing there for you and so i just said broke fat and someone is always going to check like there's so many times oh what dates for broke people or outfits for fat people i always check that out so i was like broke fat and and i'm broke fat and so many other ama amazing things as well as being broke fat and right and that's part of the the whole title is that it's a spin on you know every episode is broke fat and amazing makeup tutorial broke <laughs> fat and here's my rant about this so I think the philosophy is pretty awesome Thank to you. be honest and I think it's um, it's really important that you touched on there uh, someone always has something that they're insecure about yeah. or maybe always striving for something that they're not there yet even if you see the most confident person in the world <laughs> there's probably something more that they yes. want and it's all about being happy where you're at and being proud of that so. yes celebrating yourself yeah that's so cool. And you can focus on more important things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Once you stop worrying about everything that's supposed to be holding you back, right. you can do so many more. And people don't even see the things that you're necessarily self-conscious about. Yeah. They see this like amazing, confident girl that's living her dreams out. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so cool. So, um, you know, this show is all about culture as well. So yeah. what I am curious to know, uh, there are some serious attitudes about beauty standards, about body positivity in the Nigerian and Korean cultures. Can we talk a little bit about that for our listeners <laughs> benefit? Because this is something that might be a little bit new to Canadians. Yeah. Um, I came early in Canada, so I don't really know much, but I've been here that if you work, if you apply for a job in Korea, you have to put your photo, face photo on there. Mm -hmm. um, not only that, like a lot of people care about others, um, outlook and fashions. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Get away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it is it is big deal, and people will comment on it. Like, and they they actually. Um, 
how can I say they actually judge you by how you, how you look or how you how you wear, mm-hmm. how your attitude on appearance. So that's some people. Some people say that's okay, you know, like people make it, you have to be professionally um, like a makeup or cleaned for certain jobs, but then mm. it shouldn't be a criteria to be hired in most of the jobs, right? Mm. When you're working office, like who cares if you're a robot or if you're... <laughs> if you're a robot, much, well, let's take much. it to a different level, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like who cares what you're wearing, but... Yeah, for a resume to have an image on it, it says something that they're looking for a particular mm-hmm. way that you're going to look or present yeah. yourself. One side of an advantage, if you want to do, a, if you wanna do um, plastic surgery, go to Korea, so cheap, so fast. Is it? Yes. It's very normalized there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Cynthia, the Nigerian culture you talked a little bit about uh. when you go back <laughs> to see family there? or what? <laughs> <laughs> Nigeria stresses me out so much, so much. Mm-hmm. First of all, I think it's beautiful that people can, like, use makeup i love makeup to be creative and stuff but it's like uh it's a necessity in nigeria Mm. to be made up to have weaves in like my natural hair when i moved and you would think nigeria is a place of mostly black people having natural black hair would be celebrated no Mm. it's not it's like strange and people are just now getting into having natural hair or being f- bigger and being fat. It's like you're seen as a lazy person mm. who's never going to get married mm. or you just have to accept anyone's, like any guy who talks to you, they'll be like, oh, at least he talked to you. You know, like he's giving props for talking to this fat person. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, it's horrible. Or like people would see you and make comments about you being fat, let's say at a party, but they'll still bring you food. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, am I supposed to eat this after you just said, <laughs> oh, you've gained so much weight, my dear. Like, <laughs> do I take this to the toilet now to eat? Because I- Yeah, should I be ashamed? <laughs> like, obviously you feel shame walking in like, oh, you're so fat, my dear. <laughs> have you been going to the gym? You know, I have this salad that I eat, or mm. have you tried? Like, I have people, like, offer me the most horrible diet, like the maple cayenne pepper mm. Oh, God, the, that the lemon like, yeah, cleanse thing. Yeah. yeah, people just like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And I'm just like, no, thank you. Or girdles mm. are big. Mm. Bleaching your skin is huge in Nigeria. Mm. I don't even want to talk about being differently abled because you're just ridiculed most of the times Mm. there's not enough support for people who are differently abled if you see them in movies it's to make fun it's to put in Mm. a funny character for Mm. that so there are lots of things with being body positive that we as nigerians need to work on that stresses me out it's so interesting but also gives me hope yeah because in canada it's it depends i mean obviously so many people with so many different cultures live here but it's kind of the norm to not talk about that right (laughs) you have you have preconceived notions you have you stereotype it's Mm. a human nature thing but it's you know i would never like see my friend and be like you know what you gain weight. Like, you don't look great today. 
It's no. interesting though because sometimes people give you a look. Yeah. They won't say oh. it out loud. Someone has actually said that to me on a bus once in Canada, and I'm sitting and they're just like, Ugh. You should stand up. You're taking off like, wow. like too much space. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Sorry about my presence. Sorry that, that I'm annoying you. you, but I'm sitting. You can stand. No. Mm. Oh, Sorry. gosh. So thank you guys for giving me that insight. Um, we are going to get right into all this craziness in a little bit, but I have an awesome song break for you guys. It is the song Video by India Ari, and it's all about the stuff we are talking about. So please enjoy and get some happiness vibes from this song. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to Lisa in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. If you guys are not on our Facebook page watching our Facebook Live video, watching us sing when the songs are on, you are missing out. Uh, uh, if you check us out at Elise1015 or just type in Elise in Wonderland, you can find our page and you can see us all doing our thing. Yeah. Um, so welcome back, everyone. We are talking about body positivity with our guest, Cynthia. And uh, that was an amazing song. Cynthia, you have such a good voice. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to bring you, we'll have to fade you in and out as we yeah. do this. Yeah. Yeah. So... We are going to talk a little bit more about the body positivity movement in our culture and um, some of the amazing work that you do with your Broke Fat and dot 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 project. Mm -hmm. So, Cynthia, I want you to tell us and our listeners a little bit about the body positivity movement and how it has influenced things today like fashion and the beauty industry and makeup industry. What are some changes, some positive changes that you've seen from this movement that you're excited about? Oh, okay. The most, ugh. <laughs> like, ugh, it's just so amazing. And okay. like that, uh, it's both things. It's so amazing. It's still way to go. Yeah, mm. it's still a lot to go. But like in the last New York Fashion Week, we saw a lot of designers um, be more diverse in their casting of models. So Christian Siriano, um, Chromat, mm. we had additional to their first ever um, New York Fashion Week. Amazing. Yeah, so we've had like a lot of people really branch out into diversity of genders, of different ages, different sizes. Race too was mm. really big. There was a lot of just new faces this year mm. that I was just so glad about. A lot of beauty um, fashion brands are really branching out into plus size clothing and they're really branching out into not just like some brands would put like a bigger size of what mm. was designed for a skinny person and mm -hmm. just throw it out as plus size. But there are lots of other brands that are actually ta tailoring and designing clothes for plus size people, and which is amazing. But now it would be nice to see like a lot of diversity in that styling as well, because like mm -hmm. we don't all look 
one certain way. No. So, like, just how we create clothes for, like, a pear-shaped person or an hourglass figure, if you're skinnier, we need to see that mm. in plus-size fashion. But there's been a lot of changes in that in the beauty industry. Rihanna just released 40 shades of foundation that was tailored for people with different skin tones. That was amazing. Uh-huh. We're seeing in Canada a lot now... Um, the province is really catering to people who are differently abled and we're having more conversations about how to address those people how to refer to them Mm -hmm. representation in the media as well and beauty and beauty too (laughs) and just like dating if you're different or you're not in the same thing how you're seen if you're different there's just a lot of conversation that I'm really excited about mm-hmm. and i usually try and info- if you go on instagram instagram is like my place to find out new things because i just search hashtags of things that, that i find are important and are interesting mm-hmm. so and mm-hmm. you find a lot of people who are making talking about these things talking about how women are sexualized talking about how men are sexualized things like yeah. that there's a new cover girl campaign featuring um a male a guy who yeah. is a makeup artist, yeah, which I thought was really amazing as well too, in terms of representation. Mm-hmm. Which is, that never happens. This yeah. is all new, and <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like I find saying transgender is not. It's people are asking if you don't know about being transgendered. People are asking questions now because mm-hmm. there's more representation. Sure. So the more you put different faces out there the more people feel comfortable to ask questions and learn and then there would be i think ignorance is one of the horrible things about isms any isms racism sexism mm. it's usually ignorance so if we have more people out there just more understanding people can that there, ask there's and, actually no norm yeah you know, we're, mm-hmm. everyone we're so diverse in every yes. way it's really great. Yeah. So what are some of your, you talked a little bit about um, Rihanna's new makeup line, for example. <laughs> oh. This is something that some people are not aware of, that it's difficult to find shades of makeup, <laughs> depending on where you go. <laughs> um, it seems like such an archaic thing to talk about, because <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah, duh, nobody, like we don't come in one color. You know. So mm-hmm. tell me a bit about what are some, you know, as you go through the world and as you work on this project, what are some of the biggest annoyances that you find um, in terms of accessibility, availability, diversity of products. I know you have a list. I think she's already so angry. Just tell me. I'm <laughs> just like... Um, so it would be, let's start with beauty. Mm-hmm. Not being able... Before Fenty, I'd have to buy two different foundations. And Fenty's Rihanna's line. Rihanna's yeah. line, Fenty Beauty. I'd mm-hmm. have to buy two different foundations and mix them. Mm-hmm. And like... So when I'm buying foundation, I'm like, in my mind, okay, how many drops of this do I have to mix through this to make it to almost... To be your own makeup factory. Yeah, like <laughs> you're, you're basically a beauty guru yeah. yourself. And you have to learn about so many things. And you go into this thing and it's usually like an orange tone thing and it's so warm because you know you're black and golden so you have to be warm (laughs) and I'm like no I'm cool toned and so like (laughs) there are just so many things that 
you have to you have to do more work more research as someone who's my skin tone than even right. beauty industries it's not readily, doing. readily available yeah and oh nude lipsticks <laughs> Um, we had a conversation before this sh- uh, show with the word nude, nude as a color. Anything nude. <laughs> like, you see ballerinas and the black ballerinas. Oh, gosh, yes. I where- watched something where you ballerina, black ballerinas cannot f- get tights yeah. in their color because you need to wear tights that are, quote, tone. unquote, skin tone. They have to dye their own tights, dye yeah. their own costumes. Yeah. Or, like... Little girl ballerinas that don't have the agency to do that, then you'd have to. Sure. And what impression does that leave on them? Have like black arms and white legs. (laughs) 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 Just ridiculous. Or nude lipstick annoys me because you really have to shop as a black person for liner and lipstick so that it doesn't look too, you know? Not your skin tone. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's never made to our skin tone. Hardly ever. Or if it is, then you have to spend more money. And mm. again, I'm broke. So <laughs> I don't have the money to like really shop for. And I don't think anyone has like $20 to yeah. throw on lipstick or mm. things like that. So so what? So that, that totally plays into the whole broke fat and yeah. philosophy, right? So what are, what are some of your favorite beauty or fashion hacks that you've found um, in order to kind of bend what is available to what you need? Okay. First things first, I'm the realist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's true. But first things first, I think the most important thing is being or tricking your mind into being confident i will say being confident but i know it takes a lot of work to get there so just tricking your mind every morning i stand in front of a mirror or i'm in the shower and i'm like standing Mm. akimbo with my hands on my hips and saying like amazing things about myself even things like some days i don't believe i still say and then the more you say you're like oh yeah i am smart Okay, Mm -hmm. and this person five years ago told me I was funny, so I'm just going to throw it in there. (laughs) And this other person told me, like, when I was a child, they liked my eyelashes. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have amazing eyelashes, too. So things like that. (laughs) But it's also shop, shop around. Like, don't just buy into trends. So buy things that you feel good in don't buy into like oh this is trending right now right so, and mm-hmm. it's 150 dollars yeah 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 i have to have it buy things that you feel comfortable with things that you know would work with different things and also if you can learn how to hand sew that's also really good because you can alter some things you can alter mm-hmm. some things Yeah, if something doesn't work for you, you can change it. You can go to Value Village, buy something, and fix it to make... Yeah, thrift a lot, too. That's Mm -hmm. what I do. So I'm always shopping for a really good sale or a really good, like, frugal find. Just, yeah, work with your wallet and work with how you feel. Yeah, and stay positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stay stay confident. Stay confident. Mm -hmm. All right, so we have a couple minutes now. Um, Cynthia drew up some questions for us. And uh, let's let's just shoot. Let's go for it. Okay, let's do this. So, this is for all of you. Are you happy with your current body size, shape, 
for me. <laughs> all right, listeners out there. I don't know. I think I, I think all people go through a struggle where, you know, for me, it's like I sit all day at work. I stress. I eat a lot and I drink a lot of coffee. So I get home and I'm just like, there's got to be more that I can do to f- be physically healthy. Mm-hmm. That is where my struggle is because... I'm like, my energy goes down and sometimes I'm just like, man, (laughs) I'm a blob. I used to do like, Elise would basically take the stairs to school. And by stairs, I don't mean like two flights of stairs. (laughs) Those stairs are a lot. Like Mm, I've been telling myself for the last, yeah, Mm. I've been telling myself for the last two years, like I would do those stairs one day. Sometimes I go, (laughs) I I feel really good when I'm doing the stairs. (laughs) And by doing the stairs, I mean like I've done it a couple days in a row. And I'm like, I'm the fittest person in the world. (laughs) Then I see people running up the stairs yeah, it's just yeah. like, well. but again I think <laughs> there are days sure where I'm it's not great there are yeah. days where I'm feeling great and I think it's all about uh, stri- you know feeling okay about where yeah. you are and feeling good about the fact that I can climb stairs mm. <laughs> what about you Jen? my answer is no <laughs> that's why you're here I tried to get around that answer <laughs> it's like well yeah that's why you're here to um, education us educate us well i mean i like some part of my body but some part i don't so i need i got help from an app helps you walk so you walk more every day maybe five thousand yeah steps and you get more points or something you need the the motivation coffee (laughs) (laughs) oh is a carrot app yeah oh i gotta try that yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, on so. the other hand, I do the same thing with Ellie, Elise. I When I went to downtown, I always walk to the stairs. It's going down, so it's easier. <laughs> but if you go up, I prefer to take a bus. But sometimes I try and it feels great. Yeah, I've never done that. <laughs> I'm just making a confession to everyone listening now. Never done that. Maybe one day we'll Maybe try one together. Day, one day. It's not easy. In five years back. plan, just like your father. Yeah, I'll put it on my five-year plan. <laughs> Do you have another question for us? Um, so is there anything y'all are insecure about? Oh my god, I have the chubbiest little hands. That's a <laughs> Sometimes I see that. these women with like and men with like these long luxurious fingers and oh, long nails and I'm like uh. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, uh, Jen? I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything now. Okay. Oh that's <laughs> nice. Put you on the spot. Yeah. And is there anything final question, is there anything you guys do for self care? Hmm. Jen, you start. <laughs> mm, I try well, I don't drink coffee, just I don't like it. And I, I don't drink beers, anything much. Yeah. yeah. It's just I don't like it, but if I I'm I think I'm really lucky that I don't like those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always miss Korean noodles, oh. which is a lot of sh- not sugar, um, salt, salt in it. Yeah. yeah. But I have a, a personal trainer called my wife. <laughs> Janet, <laughs> I need my wife. No, I need a, I need a my wife. Everyone get a wife. <laughs> Somebody please. <laughs> well, what do you do? Like, let's say you're not feeling good that day. What do you? Do I, to- I take some cookies or snacks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd say for me, yeah, in terms of self-care, I think it's more of a mental thing and more of an emotional thing. And what I do is just surround myself. I either 
will totally be alone and be excited and happy about that regeneration time or I'll surround myself with friends Mm. and that makes me feel good and food yeah (laughs) mine is what's mine mine's really good essential oils Mm, nice and like I take like showers like all the time and like just like Rub coconut oil all over myself, and then like I'm there watching the TV show. I'm like, oh, I should take another shower, maybe. And then I oh, I take like two baths a day. Actually, (laughs) that's really nice. That stresses me out (laughs) because because like in my mind, I'm like, okay, you're stewing in your death. Okay, well, if you take two, then it doesn't really count, right? Mm -hmm. So I shower before, wash the tub, and then do the bath, and then Mm -hmm. shower after, so I don't take baths. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Before we break to the song, Cynthia, do you have a piece of advice for those that are feeling self-doubt this morning? What can you say to them to say, like, hey, it's not so bad? I think think about the things that really interest you. Think about the things you're really good at. Mm -hmm. Think about how, for me anyways, because I'm such a helper person, I always think about how whatever I'm doing will affect other people Mm -hmm. and so i focus on being positive and being happy because you know you can help people more if you're happy but that's who i am so like i would advise like try and sit down for a day think about who who you are Mm -hmm. as a person and what makes you happy and then try to do that forget about whatever anyone else says there are Mm -hmm. so many people who will make you feel horrible make you feel bad about yourself but just have a few things about yourself that you really like Mm -hmm. and you'll be fine you maybe maybe write them down yeah write them Mm -hmm. down too and just say them to yourself like over and over again till you start to believe it and some days it takes a long time to believe it i spent like a few months not looking at a mirror and mm. like showering in the dark because mm. i just didn't believe it but even during those times like i'd be in the dark and i'm like you're beautiful <laughs> you're so funny you're so kind and like just keep reminding yeah, yourself self-love yeah. you don't need to hear it from anyone else yeah yeah as long That's as important. you keep saying that and change your idea of what beauty is because it's so broad it's so fluid that everyone fits into whatever their idea of beauty mm-hmm. is Beautiful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. So we're going to take you on another musical journey. This one is uh, the classic by TLC, Unpretty. Enjoy. And we're back (laughs) 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 to Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. Just having a little dance party. Thank you for the concert. Yeah, Jin was just watching us perform. (laughs) Again, if you are not uh, watching us on Facebook Live, please check us out at Elise1015, Elise in Wonderland Facebook page. We are having a good time. It's not too late. And so we're back with Cynthia talking about body positivity. I have to say it that way for some reason. Positivity. <laughs> Positivity. So can you tell us a little bit about some amazing resources that people can check out if they're interested in learning more about this topic? Okay. Um, 
So body posit panda, she's a person on Instagram. She's very big on body positivity. Body posit panda. Posi panda. Posi panda. Okay. Yeah, like a panda of body posi- positivity. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and she has a book called Body Positive Power. Uh-huh. I haven't read it yet, but I've seen a lot of reviews, and that's on my watch list. So great. you guys check mm-hmm. it out. Tess Holiday also has a book called Fat Girl. Mm-hmm. Great reviews with that. Ashley Graham's Instagram is I just love her. filled with inspiration. Yes. Um, Pasha De Rossi has a book called Unbearable Lightness. I'm reading mm-hmm. it currently now. It's really good. She talks about her struggle with eating disorders mm-hmm. and trying to fit into the you beauty know beauty standards. standards. Yeah. Um, I like this Instagram hashtag F your beauty standards. Very good. You get to see a lot of, for me, like my inspiration comes from everyday people mm-hmm. breaking that mold. So I always go check out Instagram tags. So I check out like plus size or like body positive or body confidence. Those are kind of the tags I check out for on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, nice. YouTube. And there is also a website called The Body Positive. It's a huge organization. Just about being body positive no matter like the scope reaching like various scope mm-hmm. for cool. body positivity so yeah that's great so hopefully all you listeners out there you're already on facebook live so just open another browser and check those out <laughs> yeah um so that ends our well just we're putting a pause on this conversation now while yes. we talk about upcoming events in our community really quickly um Oh, before we do that, Cynthia, you have to tell us about where we can find you on YouTube. Oh, yeah. So go check out Broke, B-R-O-K-E. <laughs> Hold on. I was like, there's more. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> B-R-O-K-E, Fat, F-A-T, and so Broke, Fat, and. And you'll find me on YouTube and on Instagram. Yeah. Then you should definitely check them out. Cynthia's hilarious mm-hmm. and very Try. informative. And I just love her little dances. <laughs> oh, just love watching that. Um, so definitely check out Cynthia's Broke Fat and the project on YouTube. And you can follow her on Instagram as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have some upcoming events for anyone interested in the community. Um, we have a big, okay, so rain or shine, if this mm-hmm. college is in strike mode or not, we are still running these events. Uh, and I think that's important for anyone in the community, but there are a lot of international students mm-hmm. that may not have the same kind of networks that domestic students have, and there's lots going on on campus. So please have every fun day. with us every day in the Language and Culture Center, uh, International Square, room J137 at mm-hmm. our Fennel campus. We're gonna be doing some social events every day next week. Yes, And we have a huge festival, Diwali festival. Um, we're celebrating on October 18th, the day before the actual Diwali. Uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the McIntyre Theater. There's going to be free henna, amazing food. Yeah, Jen's like, mention the food. <laughs> food. And uh, performances. I got to see uh, some of the auditions, and there's some incredibly talented people, singers, dancers. Exactly. It's going to be really fun. Uh, also coming up is the BMO Art Gallery of Hamilton World Film Festival, which is going on now 
until the 22nd all over Hamilton and some showcasing some amazing films from all over the world. Some really good ones and huh. in, in really cool venues in the city as well. So check that out on the Art Gallery of Hamilton website. Um, and that's it for upcoming events for us. And we're going to talk about the mission. So mm-hmm. our mission this week is practice self-love. Wake up every morning, say one thing you love about yourself, and get into that power pose mm-hmm. that we talked about. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Sit, stand with your hands at your hips mm-hmm. and just say something awesome about yourself. And I can pe- teach you one more move. Yeah, so one more move, yeah. And you kind of pet yourself. Oh, give yourself a little pet. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of popular in Korea. You do it oh, good. Oh, it is. You do it good. Oh, good. Give yourself a little pat. Yeah. <laughs> We're all doing it right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> that sounds great. Good show. Good show. Good show, everyone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next week, uh, I'm going to be gone, and Jin will be here with a guest from Sudan. Right. So we will be we will having a Sudanese special. We will learn about Sudan, their language, their history, and um, we will have a guest from Sudan. Amazing. Nice. I'm so excited. Mm, you will miss it. I will be listening from abroad and I will be back after that. So please, everyone, tune in for Jin's amazing show with our guest from Sudan. And we're going to end it off with a beautiful song called Beautiful, funnily enough, by Carol King. <laughs> Thank you again, Cynthia. You're an incredible guest. Thank you for I having me. I knew it all along. Aww. And uh, make sure to check out Cynthia's Broke Fat yeah. and Project again. This is the last time. So we'll see you again. Yes. Oh, yes. This will not be the last time. All right, everyone. Enjoy your Sunday morning, and we will see you again next weekend on Elise in Wonderland. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.